when it comes to this men's basketball team. Terrence Walker was the highly touted freshman, but there is another player as well in senior guard Marcus Asser who returned. And again, for all intents and purposes, he could have very easily chosen to keep his name in the NBA draft a season ago. He didn't have to come back and he would have pretty much from what we've been told and what we've heard, it guaranteed he was going to be taken by someone at some point during the second round of the NBA draft. He came back because of, of course he wanted to, see if he could play his way up into a first round draft pick but also he touched on how really he wanted to be able to to chase that goal of, of being able to push for the final four and really have one last run with this Houston Cougars team and something that he said towards the final weeks of the season is that he felt like the NBA is a lot more isolation if that makes sense it's much more player focus where everyone's individualized everyone's individualized they have their own goals while in college basketball it's a lot more of a team camaraderie team game where again something that they said after the game the biggest kind of pain that they felt it was just knowing that they were never going to play again with this specific group of players even those that are returning you know they're never going to play again with reggie cheney with sasser with walker so that's something that's different from the nba level mm-hmm. obviously the big question for sasser is do you, and again we touched on this a little bit in the other show but do you think that he did enough to be able to play his way into a first round draft pick and obviously being a first round draft pick into a guaranteed contract uh, before I give my opinion, what do you think? Uh, let me hear your or your opinion or your thoughts. I think it's. I think he's still somewhere in between, from I would say anywhere from that late first round range, and I would say anywhere from twenty six to thirty five. I would say that's where he is in that range. I think certainly with what he was able to showcase in this season in particular, he added a lot more versatility to his offensive game. In particular, we heard how we saw all season, how much more crafty he was when it came to really his, his ability to be able to finish in the paint and in traffic when it came to his Euro steps, when it came to just his craftiness in general. I think one of the things that he did a little bit in previous years, but he really seemed to have solidified it was the pull-up jumper in transition, which something Kelvin said, Kelvin Sampson said during the season, it, it got to a point where he was always hunting down those pull-up threes in transition, which is obviously those are two things that are very valuable at the next level. And then, of course, the defense. I think he could he has the potential to be able to mold himself into a very, very high caliber 3 and D player, in my opinion, if he continues to develop. But to I don't think he's been able to do enough to get above the 26th level. I think he'll be somewhere in that range between 26 and 35. I'm not sure if he'll guarantee to be a first-round pick, but at the end of the day, it all, all it takes is one team. Like we said, there could be, you know, again, similar to what Quentin showed just a couple seasons ago where Tom Thibodeau and the Knicks fell in love with him during that draft process. You know, he still has time from now until June to be able to wow a team over. Yeah, and I, I like that Quinn um, uh, analogy that you use. So let's start with Quinn. I want to use that comparison because I had time to think about this. Quinn tested the waters before he came out, and I'm sure he got feedback on different things that he had to improve on, came back, improved on those things throughout the area, went to the combine and showed um, what he improved on in an NBA setting in which um, all mock drafts, no one had him in a, a first round. He ended up going in the first round. And 
I, I apply that to Marcus as well. I think last year he tested the waters, showed how his game is going to be even more better in the NBA settings, more spread, more room to create off the dribble. And then he showed his ability to finish, get that feedback, come back for another season, apply everything that they insisted um, that he get better on. And he did that. And so in, in my thinking, I think he definitely improved his draft stock. Now, will he get drafted in the first round? I don't know. But if you as a player, one thing you can do is take Take the feedback you receive, develop in every way of his game, in which I, I'm sure we can both agree that he developed all around his game from showing his ability to, you know, to play make on the ball and control a team with the ball in his hands as a primarily ball handler. And we, we've seen throughout his career his ability to play off ball, knock down threes. And like you just mentioned, his defense. I, I think that's something that will carry over. So I think all around his game, I think he improved his draft stock. I think whatever teams it was, whether it's one, two, or three, who talked to him like, hey, if you can develop and work on these things, then we'll take you um, wherever we may take you now. That can be promised. That cannot be promised. Who knows how it goes? But just looking at the grand scheme of it, on did he improve? And even if he doesn't get drafted in the first round, I don't know if that 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 doesn't mean he didn't. Well, I guess it could. You could say it doesn't mean he didn't improve his draft stock. But just looking at it from that perspective, I think he did. And just giving a few players who I think kind of just um, – who can compare him to in the NBA right now, although he's four inches shorter, I like the comparison to Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a player that can play on ball. He can play off ball. He's a tremendous defensive player. He can knock down big shots. I like that comparison. Also, I like the comparison of Fred Van Fleet, but I think Marcus is better defensively, and as well, he can have a bigger impact defensively. Then you look at players like um, Alex Caruso, who Marcus is way better offensively, but just the impact that he has. And so I, I think Marcus definitely is an NBA player. I think he improved his draft stock to go in the first round. And so um, I, I just really like the maturation of his game overall because every throughout his first couple of years, he was primarily a three-point shooter and a defense. He was three and D. Uh, but if his three wasn't falling, he really didn't have an impact on the game. But this year, he really showed his ability consistently to finish inside over taller defenders, right hand, left hand, his floater game, his mid-range game, and also his ability to play, make it make plays. So I think Marcus definitely, definitely helped his draft stock. I just want to piggyback on what you said. I think in, in general, obviously, we don't know where he's going to end up in the draft pick. But if we just look at it from a simple if we simplify the question from last season before he got injured to what he was able to put on film this season, did he improve from last year to this year? And I think the answer is a definite yes. Now, does that translate into he's going to be a guaranteed first-round pick? That's yet to be seen. But I think you hit the, the nail right on the head when it came to the improvement that he saw. And like you said, he did get that specific feedback. And I'm sure those were the areas that he focused on and, and tried to showcase throughout the entire season. <laughs> 